0: Amen. So we're gonna get started, and uh, you know the last thing we talked about—well, not what I talked about. Um, Pastor Perline did an awesome teaching last week. I was on that whole call. I don't think she really knew it until the end. <laughs> and um, we talked about the last thing I think we talked about was what Satan saw on the day of Pentecost. If I'm not—if I'm, not, I'm correct. And um, so today. We're going to talk about what the creation meant to heaven what the new creation meant to heaven let me tell you I got to tell you this um, today I was listening to a man of God minister on faith and of course anytime you minister on faith you 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 know normally you'll hear faith for healing and and he made this statement okay um he said, um, wanted to know if God healed people that weren't saved, and so he said, yes, God heals people that isn't saved. That's what he did, and the that, he said Jesus healed people all the time in the New Testament that weren't wasn't saved, uh, that weren't that weren't born again. Well, the truth of the matter is, nobody was born again, so anybody that he healed was not born again. However, the majority of the people that he healed were still under a covenant for healing. And I think I've pointed that out on a number of occasions. Um, One was in the book of Luke, chapter... And and I'll, I'll tell you why I'm talking about this is because when we're talking about faith, when healing is such an important uh, uh, thing to, to, to believers. It was so important to God. He told the Jews over in 1526 of Exodus, he says, I am the Lord that healeth thee. And he was talking to his covenant people. But I'm going to show you, I'm going to just show you a couple places. I'm going to show you two places in particular. Would you look up um, this centurion? And then, and then I'm going to show you the woman that was the Samaritan. And I want you all to get this and understand this, that healing has always been in God's heart. Yes, he did heal people that weren't saved. But there was one very important ingredient that it took for people to get saved. And I'm going to show you what that is here just in a second. Probably most of you already know. All right we're going to go to matt oh let's go to luke chapter 13, 13 and verse 10 first right there. yeah yeah write that one down all right let's go to Luke chapter 13 i just want i just want us to be wise when we're talking about healing when we're talking about faith and i want us to see how important that was for god that that he would bring faith to his people. He brought, I mean, healing to the world. All right? The first place I want to look at is here. Luke chapter, what did I say? 13, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Y'all going with me? All right, here we go. You ready?
1: Yeah.
0: I might end up talking about healing tonight. Maybe that's what the Holy Spirit is is leading me. Let's look at Luke t- yeah, that's Luke chapter 13 and verse 10, okay? And I'm going to open up reading it, 1310, please write it down or pull it up, put it in front of your eyes and uh, so you can see. All right, Luke 1310, and when he was teaching in one of the synagogues that he is Jesus, when he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath day, and behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise or no way lift up. And when Jesus saw her, he called and said unto her, Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. And he laid hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation. Here comes the religious folk, Because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day and said unto the people, There are six days in which men ought to work, and then therefore come and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. Then the Lord answered and said, Hypocrite, does not not each one of you on the Sabbath day loose his ox or ass from the stall and lead away to watering? And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan hath bound, lo, these eighteen years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day. So, what does that tell us right there? Anybody know?
1: He's not a respecter of persons.
0: <laughs> well, okay. The most well, the thing that I'm looking for is
2: covenant what did you say about? Say it again. It was under the covenant.
0: She is under covenant. She, Abraham's had a covenant for all of the blessings,
2: Man.
0: and this woman, and this woman being a Jew or a Hebrew, had a covenant for healing. He said, ought not this woman being a daughter of Abraham. Now, Abraham is long since born, been gone, over a thousand years from that time until this incident right here. Yes, yes, and
2: promise still. still. And
0: ought not, that's right. You see, when God blesses the seed, he blesses all the way down through generations. So all of Abraham, see, ought not this woman being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound low these 18 years, be loose from this bond on the Sabbath day. So here we see that Jesus just, what he did was, he said if Satan had bound her. He had no right to bind her because she was a covenant woman. All right? So he healed her. And now we're going to look at, let's go look at, uh, Was Matthew? No, I want the other one with the lady. the the, the Samaritan lady. Hold on. The Samaritan lady? (laughs) Yeah, the lady with her daughter. Hold on, hold on, one second. Give me a second. No, baby. Hold on, give give me one second. I'll I'll give it to you in a second. Oh, at the river? Yeah, when her daughter was sick when Jesus called her dog. Oh,
2: oh, oh. From the table. Uh-huh. yeah
0: yeah yeah that's where I'm going. Give me one second i'm going I'm pointing this out because it's important. you'll see you know if i tell if i the thing is about me if I tell you something in the word, I need to be able to support it and and the book vital is the only book that interprets and explains itself where is it Oh, it's Matthew 15-something. Hang on. Uh, no, All right. Oh, I'm
3: in Luke.
0: Yeah,
3: go to
0: Matthew 15. I'm in Luke. <laughs> Hang on. Go to Matthew fifteen twenty six. Okay,
4: Matthew 15, 26.
0: Oh, no, no, no. 22. We're going to start at verse. Yeah, we're going to start at verse 22, exactly. All right, and so it says, And behold, the woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. And he answered her, Not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she cries after us. But he answered and said, Listen to this. I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So what's he saying right there? What's you
3: saying he's only sent to
0: He's sent to the Jews? Yeah. He's only sent to the Jews. Then oh.
4: came
0: Then came she and worshipped him and saying, Lord help me. But he answered and said unto her, it is not me to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. What was he saying? Because those, those people back during that time, if they weren't Jews, they, they were called dogs. Okay? And so it's not me to take the children's bread, the covenant children's bread is what he's saying, or the blessing, and give it to people who aren't covenant. And she said, listen to this. She said, truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Okay. Then Jesus answered and said unto, her, said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. My Lord.
3: And her daughter was made whole.
0: And her daughter was, ma- and her daughter was made whole from that, very, from that very hour. So what am I saying here? So he healed the Jews. And he healed... Those that, all right, let's look at one more verse of scripture. Let's see the other one. Matthew chapter 8. Let's look at Matthew chapter 8, 9 through 11. All right, let me just, let me find it. Matthew chapter 8. Uh, start at verse 1. Uh, wait a minute. All right, Yes. Yeah, start at verse 1. And when he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will. It's my will that you be clean. I will be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said unto him, see that, See thou, tell no man, go thy way, show thyself unto the priests and offer the gifts uh, that Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion, beseeching him. Now listen, understand this. The centurion was not Hebrew. He was a centurion in the Roman army. Which means he had at least a hundred men under him. And he says, and he said unto him, and he says, uh, and and, and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. Then Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my. Under my roof But speak the word only And my servant shall be healed For I am a man under authority Having soldiers under me And I say to this Go and he goeth and to another Come and he cometh and to my servant Do this and he does it When the Lord heard He marveled And said to them that follow He said Verily I say unto you I have not found so great a faith, no, not in Israel. Now, he's saying, I ain't found this kind of faith among any Jews. That's pretty much what he said. He, that's pretty much what he said to the, to the, the lady, the woman from Canaan. She says, I have not, <laughs> my Lord God. He says, Verily I sent you, I have not found so great a faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you, that many shall come from the east and west and shall sit down with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven but the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness and there shall be weeping and gnats, uh, gnashing of teeth why because they won't turn to him you know he's talking about because he understands something that that after he's born again people they're not going to receive him i mean after he dies and resurrected they're not going to receive him But you're seeing here, there were two cases. You saw one case in particular where the Lord healed the woman who was the daughter of Abraham because healing was for her. All right? And then you see other two cases where people, they weren't born again, but they knew him and they had faith toward him. Understand? Mm -hmm. Now, understand something. This was on this side, this was on this side of the resurrection, on the other side of the resurrection before he resurrected. Now that he has resurrected, I believe Jesus will still heal people that are unsaved, but it's going to be through believers. You hear what I said? It's going to be through believers that believe the word that will lay hands on folks.
4: When does that supposed to take place, Uncle? What did you say? When does that supposed to take place?
0: What? You said Le- healing? I healing is now. now.
5: Okay, now. Okay, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Hands, okay, for, for
0: yeah, the healing is now.
4: Right. Okay, I missed a part of that. Okay, I got you.
0: All yeah, right. let me show you something. All right, we go. I guess we talk about healing tonight and, and dispensation. All right, let me show you something. Go over to Mark chapter, chapter uh, 15, chapter 16. 15. Uh, 16. Mark chapter 16.
4: Okay, I'm there. What verse?
0: All right, Uh, we're going to start at verse, uh, I believe it's verse 15, all right, hang on a second, Mark, I'm still trying to get there,
4: all right, I'm there, okay,
0: Mark, Mark, (laughs) amen, Mark chapter 16, and let's look at verse 15, matter of fact, uh, let's, let's restart at verse 14, All right, verse fourteen. Okay, want me to read? After, yeah. If you want to read, go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna stop you as you go, so be ready. Go ahead.
4: Okay, after where he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat, and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen.
0: Now, look at this. All right. All right? So they, he's talking to the disciples and the 11, and he's all over them because they didn't believe that he had risen. He told them he was going to rise. But they had no expectation of seeing him. But anyway, look. go ahead and read verse 15.
4: And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Him that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But him that believeth not shall be damned. And these okay. signs Okay
0: Go ahead, reading.
4: And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Go ahead. They should take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it should not hurt them. They should lay hands on the sick and they shall recover.
0: Okay. There we go. All right, what do you do? All right. All right, so what he's saying so he's what he's saying here is Remember what I said, the reason I took you there is because I'm saying that that people that are unsaved or whatever can be healed through believers if we believe. Because what's he telling them to do? He says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Now, that means if you're preaching the gospel to them, they, they don't know them. He tells them here, he that believes and is baptized shall be saved. And he asked, not, oh, well, that believes not shall be damned.
4: Yeah, because you know Uncle Marlo, I heard this minister yes. say to you that um people are not going to um hell because of um sin. It's their unbelief. That's right.
0: That's one hundred percent right. People, nobody is going to hell for sin. Sin has already been dealt with. Jesus dealt with that.
4: Right. True. True. I understand. You, I understand. People are
0: going to people are going to go to hell because they never received Jesus Christ right. as their Lord and Savior. Right. Matter of fact, I'll pull that scripture up here in a minute too, so you can see that. All right. But he says he says, and these signs shall follow them that believe. No, he's telling them in my name. I I understand I understand, but in and he says, and these signs shall follow them that believe. He said, In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Well, either way you look at it, if you take the comrade, in my name, uh, they shall follow, uh, if you take the comrade here, it says, and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Shall they cast out devils? They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. They shall drink any deadly thing and it shall not hurt them. They shall do what? They shall do what? Lay hands on the sick And what's going to happen? They shall recover. Now watch this. Look at verse 19 and 20. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat down on the right hand of God. And they went forth preaching everywhere, the Lord working with, it says, them, but that then's in italics, so we took it out. Because it actually takes away, it does an injustice to this verse. It says, and they went forth preaching everywhere, the Lord working with and confirming what? Wow. Somebody tell me. And confirming
4: the song. what? The say gospel. The word in the he's signs. Confir-
0: Yeah, he's 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 confirming the word, right? Yes. With and signs, signs following. following. Right. So he's confirming the word with signs following. So what I'm trying to tell you, believers, he didn't tell his disciples that this was just for them. He said, go back to verse sixteen. No, verse seventeen. And he says, and these signs shall follow them that what?
4: Believe in my name. Believe.
0: That believe.
2: Yeah, believe. Everybody say, sign. Say, say,
0: because. Because. Say this. Say, because
2: I believe. Because I I
4: believe.
0: In the name of Jesus.
4: In the name of Jesus.
0: Jesus. Signs follow me.
4: Signs Signs follow follow me. me. Amen.
0: You see, we go, and we understand when we go down to verse 20, that is the Lord working in us and through us. Because he said, and they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with and confirming the word. He's confirming to them what he said was going to come to pass. He's confirming to you, and he'll confirm to to you that believers lay hands on the sick, and he works through them, and he's, and, and we're, we're in his family, we're in his kingdom, we're vessels of honor, we're vessels for him to operate through according to his word.
3: And what's important with that, with that scripture, that, that last scripture, is all important, but um, the, the, the Lord working with, and confirming the word. The word. He confirms he confirms the word. That's right. And that's why it's so important that we that we continue to teach the word and that we know the word because right. it's the word that he confirms. Because if you don't know the word, then what do you have what do you have for him to work with if you don't know the word? Nothing.
2: That's
0: right. Does that make sense? Help me, Lord,
4: help me Lord. A lot of sense. So, now, so
1: Pastor,
4: we wanna,
1: in, in, when he says um, baptizes, is, 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 is that a spiritual baptism or is that a water?
0: That's a spiritual baptism. The, and
1: always remember this
0: the water, the water baptism is important. All right? Because what it is, it's the outward showing. Of an inward work. Most of us. When we first got baptized. Had no idea. What that water baptized baptism meant. And what that water baptism means is. I've, I've, I've been buried with him. And I've risen with him. That my Lord and Savior. Died for me and was buried. And he is risen from the dead. And I have been washed from all of my sins. The water doesn't wash you. It's what Jesus Christ did through his death, burial, and his resurrection. And so the most important baptism is a baptism that took place when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if I remember correctly, Pastor Perlin last week so awesomely taught that and when he talked he talked about how the word baptismo means to baptize, means to that that was a message they used in the old covenant in the old times rather, where they would take a rag and dip it into dye. And the dye and the rag would become one together. Well that's the type and shadow of us. We when we when we got born again, we became one with Jesus. That's the biggest baptism. We were baptized into Christ. We were immersed into Him.
3: I'm glad. I'm glad you went back to that verse too. Yeah. I'm really glad that because I, I was going to mention that as well. When it says, "He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved." Yeah. And you're believing, and you're baptized into Jesus. Yeah. You're baptized in him, but he that believes not. If you don't believe, you can't be baptized in him. You can't be baptized, so you're damned.
0: You're that's right, that's right. You can get dumped all you want to. If you haven't, you can go under the water till the cows come home and rise up. But if you haven't received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that water that's baptism true. means absolutely exactly. nothing. Exactly,
3: exactly. It's not even mentioned. In the damnation, the water is even mentioned because right. it has nothing to do with water. It's that spiritual baptism. Amen. Being baptized into Jesus.
0: Yes. Yes. There are a lot of people who tell you right now, if you're not a water baptized, you're going to go to hell. Well, that's just not true. But every, every believer should be water baptized. I believe that. Amen. Amen. And furthermore, when you're water baptized, you should be caught about it. You should be taught about what water baptism is all about before you ever go down. Because that's an act of faith. Amen. It's an act of faith when you're water baptized, you're making you're making a profession of faith right then and there. So you need to know what you're doing. I got baptized. I mean I got what is so, all right, so you go back. I remember when I got baptized I didn't I didn't really know what it was. The water baptism was, I know I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I know he died for me and he rose again. I know that he, he shed his blood for me and he paid for my sin. Now, I was clear on that. But as far as the act of water baptism, I said, you just got to be baptized. Why you got to be baptized? If you don't, you're going to go to hell. So you, we need There's in, no salvation there's no,
3: there's no water baptism. Right.
0: There's no salvation in water baptism. Okay. Amen. Amen.
1: So yeah. I'm a little so confused. Come on. So what so what mm-hmm. so what define spiritual baptism?
2: Spiritual.
0: When you're spiritually when when you're when you die when you're all right, oh here it is great. I'm glad all right, let me just lay it out there for you. Go with me over to Romans chapter six. I'm gonna help you with that. Glory to God. I'm so glad you asked that question because see we need to know these things.
2: Oh, you're getting
0: to understand. Amen. Okay. We're gonna start at I'm just gonna go ahead and start at chapter one, uh chapter six and verse one. You know what was the question? Is? She says what is, what is your question again? What what is I your
1: question again? Baptism.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm going to show you right now. Then I'm, we'll talk about. It. Okay, Romans chapter six, verse one. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How should we that are dead to sin live there any longer? No, know, know you not that so many of us, as were baptized into Christ. We're baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism unto death, like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also in the be also, uh, in, of his resurrection, or in the lightness of resurrection, in the lightness it says enlightenment of his resurrection. Okay, now, so what's that saying? Is the moment that we here's the spiritual baptism. The moment that we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Our old man died. Our old man dies, and we receive the life that Jesus Christ had, the newness of life. So at that point, our spirits are filled with his spirit. So we now, our spirit man has become one with him, just like
2: that rag and that dye. So, well, I understand I
1: still,
2: that, Pastor. What I'm confused
1: about is, shouldn't that be the case when we get water baptized?
0: No, no, uh, uh-uh. uh. That that's the case when you when you ask Jesus to come and live into your heart. The case when your water baptism is basically what you're doing is you're making a profession, a physical profession, that I've been. I've, and you're saying, I, I'm, I'm. I'm, it's a water baptism. Let's, here it is, right here. Water baptism is the outward showing of an inward work. Amen. Amen. It's the out. You're just showing. When you get water baptized, you're saying, "This is what happened to me." Oh, hey, guys. pastor.
3: It's. It Hello. is a ceremony. It is a ceremony.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, so
3: represents it, it just baptized. represents your
0: your
2: baptism,
0: right? Your and real so you're baptism, baptized, right? You baptized, so they put you down in the water. What you're saying is, I I died, and I've been buried. In other words, when you're standing there getting ready to get dipped in the water, at that point your confession is that you died, and then you're dipped down in the water. You're buried. You're buried now. And when you rose, you rose one with Him. You rose new. You were filled with His life and His nature. Now you have the same life that He has, which is resurrection life. That's the best way I can explain it.
3: And one way, I, and I, I, one way I think too, is that spiritual baptism compared to water baptism. Right. In spiritual baptism, you accept Jesus Christ. Right. Right? So in right. water baptism, you don't have to be accepted with Christ. Right. You can just be water baptized, and that's it.
0: Yeah, most people, a lot of people are. Yes. they Yeah, so never nothing, them. yeah right.
3: you've just been baptized. That's an Yeah. Right. And nothing spiritual happened. You just, as my mom used to say, you went down
0: a, wet a dry
3: center and came up a wet center. <laughs> Amen.
2: Yeah.
0: It, has nothing, it doesn't have anything to do with your behavior. It has to do with with whether or not you've accepted what Jesus Christ has done for you.
1: Okay, I'm going to ask you another question.
0: All right, good.
1: When you and Pastor Pearline prayed over me in the church, was right. that a was that a type of spiritual baptism?
0: Well, what that was, well, I guess it was. Actually, because you had already been saved, what happened was you were filled with this—you to the overflowing with this power. In other words, now the Holy Spirit, you're—you're you're allowing Him to live and move moving on the inside of you. In other words, you're full of the power of God. you are you full to the overflowing. Because if, if in the Book of Acts, when John, when uh, oh glory to God, second baptism.
1: Am I making this complicated?
0: <laughs> no, it's not. It's, 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 it's not. No, no, I'm Nothing, glad you're asking these things. This is good. When you, you, you were built, actually, we say being baptized in the Holy Ghost, that is really the wrong terminology. That's really the wrong terminology. I'm glad you asked that. To be baptized in the Holy Ghost is to be born again. All right? To be baptized in the Holy Ghost is to be born again. To be filled. If you notice, in the book of Acts, it says that we are they were all filled. Then it was filled to the overflow. But they were baptized first before they could receive that power. Hold on. I don't like just saying stuff without showing it to you. Let me see if I can find it for you in the book
2: of Acts. It's
0: two different, it's two entirely different things. And a lot of folks don't know because... We've always been taught coming up, especially from the the Pentecostal Pentecostals, that that we were, uh, that some people say you weren't even saved if you didn't speak in tongues. They would tell you that they weren't even saved. People say, I've been baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. You're not going to find that in the Bible nowhere. I've been filled to the overflow. Filled. Yes. Acts, the book of Acts. You got, we got people running around here thinking some people are believing that, oh, my gosh, if they're not water baptized, they're not saved. We got people saying if they don't speak in tongues, they're not saved. Uh, let me see. I think it's Acts chapter 19.
1: I told you what other... Other Christian uh, another Christian said to me before before you prayed over me
0: what did they you say know,
1: about the tongue? about tongues yeah you oh, yeah, find, yeah, yeah. You, better, you better find somewhere else to go that sounds like a cult yeah.
0: Oh yeah, well I, you know I I could I can go right in now, and I can tell you about tongues right this moment. I can show you right now. I can give you fifteen minutes teaching on tongues. Well, that's what we did, and I can show you why that's important. I can tell you why it's important. I can tell you how it's abused. Um, where's that? Where's that um, verse of scripture? But they were filled to the oh okay here we go no that ain't it hold on X wait a second. yeah second chapter Acts. okay Acts uh-huh. chapter two let's just look at it let's read this let's read it now. and uh, okay here we go all right so let's read let's read acts chapter chapter 2 verse 1 and on the day of pentecost they were all fully come they were all with one accord in one place and then suddenly all right there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as fire And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Okay? Now, I'm going to have to, I hope you all are get this. I'm going to take you back to John chapter, oh my God. John chapter... You pull up that scripture and say, you have not because you ask not. Hold on one second. Let me show you something.
2: James? Not because you ask not. Did you ask yes in this?
0: Yeah. Hold on.
2: Fifth chapter? Yeah. You, got you got it? Nope. I'm turning turn to it now.
0: Hold on one second. We'll have it in a second.
2: Maybe that's not it. Maybe James' second. It's right here in John somewhere. Hold on one second.
3: No.
1: Well, well in chapter 3, Jesus says, um, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of
2: God.
0: Right, right. That's right. No, no. I want to show you. No, uh, it says what Jesus said. Who would ask? Who would ask the Father to give them a a fit? uh I don't know where's the precious. I'm drawing a blank. I
3: know what
0: you're talking about. Hold on, I'm, I'm going to
2: show you. And he says, "How much more?" The Heavenly Father mm-hmm. give you that you ask for the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, the Father don't give you a serpent. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's it. That's right. Yeah, I now I just laid my hand. Luke the, eleven. <laughs> Luke
1: chapter eleven.
2: Chapter eleven.
0: Yeah.
1: Luke or John, which one?
0: Luke chapter eleven. Is that what you said? That's where it is, right? With birth
1: go
3: down
0: like 11 luke chapter 11 verse 11 11 11 7 11 11 11 here we go oh here he is. oh here we go and let's go and he's and i said the verse started verse 9 and i say unto you asking it shall be given unto you seeking you shall find knock and it shall be opened up unto you For for everyone that asketh receiveth, and he he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. And if a son shall ask bread, Amen. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or he ask a fish, will he give for a fish? Will he give him a serpent? That's what I was looking for. And he says, or oh, if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion. How then? Watch this now. How you then, being evil, know how to good give gifts unto your children? How much more shall your heavenly Father, give the Holy Spirit to them that ask? Okay. And I can confuse this, and I don't want to confuse it. You can very well confuse it. I, I really, what I want, what I want to clarify is the difference between the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And I'm just trying to, I can't, I don't I I didn't prepare for this tonight, so I don't have the scriptures in front of me, but I want to show you the the difference so that you'll understand. The baptism of the Holy Spirit really, really speaks of you being born again.
2: Right.
0: And in order... In order, all right, all right, here's a perfect example. If I could find that verse of scripture, when when Peter was talking to John's disciples, and they asked him if they had deceived the Holy Ghost. And John says to them, We have not so much of heard any Holy Ghost. And then he says, Hey, that's the verse I'm looking for.
2: That's in Acts. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It would be in Acts,
0: wouldn't it? Yeah. I'm sorry, folks, I, you know, I didn't, I, but I, that's not, it that wasn't my message for tonight, but that's where we are, so I'm sorry,
2: it. I threw you off track. Oh, I didn't need it.
0: What is it? I said, I'm
2: moves. sorry, I threw you off your track.
0: No, you didn't, it's the Holy Ghost, honey. Man. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Acts chapter 19, I thought it was 19, Acts 19. All right. Oh, all right?
2: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Acts chapter 19 and
2: verse
0: 1. Oh, God. Are y'all ready? Man. All right. Here we go. Acts 19, 1. Write this down. If you don't have, make sure you get this. And it came to pass while Apollos, Apollos was at Corinth, Paul having passed through the upper coast came to Ephesus. Finding certain disciples. And he said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost? Now listen now. Listen. Somebody read that.
2: <laughs>
0: have you received have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? All right. All right. And they said unto and they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And and he said unto them, Unto what then were you baptized? And they said unto John's baptism, which was a water baptism.
2: Yes, yes.
0: And, And then Paul said, "Verily, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him, which should come after him, and that is on Christ. And when they heard this, They were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Watch this now. Watch this. Wow, glory to God. This lays it all out there for you. They were baptized into the name of Jesus. All right? Now, this didn't say anything about water. They were baptized into the name of, they received Jesus as their Lord and Savior. This is when they got saved. These are are John's, the... The, the John the Baptist these were his disciples when you heard this they were baptized in the name of Jesus in the name of the Lord Jesus in other words they received the Lord Jesus that's what that means and I'm, I'll explain this too and when Paul had laid hands upon them the Holy Spirit did what? came on them filled them came on them and they spake with tongues, and they prophesied. When did that happen? Pepper room. When, no, no. When did that happen here with these men? When were they filled with the Holy Spirit? they
2: got saved.
0: After they, they got saved. Yes. There were two baptisms that took place. One baptism and then an infilling. And. Yes. So that's what, they, they, remember they said, by whose baptisms were you ba- By Go back up to verse 4. Then Paul, uh, then said Paul, John verily, no, no, verse 3. And he said unto them, unto what then were you baptized? And they said unto John's baptism. Then Paul, then said Paul, verily, uh, said John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance. Saying unto the people that they should believe on him, which should come after him. That is on Jesus. And when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of Jesus. They received Jesus as their Lord and Savior. That was the baptism that they needed. And it says, when they had laid, and when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Ghost came on them. And they spoke with other tongues and prophesied. Just like he did
2: and all in the up- other were- Huh? Like he did in Upper Room back in Acts the second chapter, right? When they got saved, he filled
0: them with the Holy Ghost. Yes. Doctor, does that help?
1: So that, uh, that that's I'm just trying to to see that that's the difference between the baptisms I had before.
0: And
1: then yes, the
0: baptism. Yes, you you you. All right, so you all right. So Dorothy, you were you were born again. You received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, right? Yes. You were born baptized. Several times. All right. So you. I mean, you were washed all the way down the river, clean. All right. (laughs) <laughs> so you were baptized with water, and then that time because I've known you, I had known you a couple of years before that day in church when you received the infilling of the spirit.
1: Yeah, two years it took, Pastor.
0: Two years, I remember. <laughs> I remember that day I was ministering at the other church, and you came up front, and you said, "I'm ready." I said, "You ready for what?" You said. You told me two years ago that when I'd be ready, when I was ready to let you know to receive my tongues, or the baptism in the Holy Ghost is what we called it then, even though our terminology was wrong. And I said, you ready? She said, you said, yeah. I said, Prolene, I said, Dorothy's ready. She said, for what? She's ready to receive her, uh, her tongue. And that day, as soon as you, she laid hands and prayed, and as soon as you opened your mouth, you just went to work. You remember
1: Hallelujah. that, as if it happened yesterday.
0: <laughs> yeah, and how long? Tell everybody how long you prayed in tongues that day.
1: All day, all all that night, and all till the next morning.
0: Oh, Hallelujah. Glory to God.
3: And another another scripture uh-huh. that I think that goes along with what we're saying now. Uh huh. Is John not John? Matthew three eleven. Read
0: it. Matthew three eleven. Uh huh.
3: I indeed baptize you with water. I'm sorry. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with With the the Holy Holy Ghost
4: Ghost
3: and and fire.
0: And fire. Amen. With the hmm
3: Jesus
0: is the baptizer of the Holy Spirit. is the baptizer. He is the so, baptized Jesus is the baptized of the baptizer of your spirit and he's also the infiller of the Holy Ghost.
1: So if Jesus
0: I mean the he's an infiller of in what with power, that's what I'm talking about. So if
1: Jesus
0: mm-hmm. is not Jesus is first. You yes. have
3: to be born again first. Jesus yes. has to be in you in order for you to experience yes. the
0: Holy Spirit. Exactly. The infilling. Exactly. He has to be there. He's first. Yes. Now I have seen. I have seen just like we saw with with Paul. I have seen people get saved and receive the Holy Ghost at the same time.
3: Yeah, because you have Jesus now.
0: Yeah. So and receive and receive the power, the overflowing of the power. In other words, I've seen their nature change, where they got their nature changed, and then also to where they were endued. You shall be in, where's that scripture? You shall be endued with power. That's what he told his disciples. We'll
2: be back at- are y'all
0: getting this? See, yeah. a lot of people, I'm going to tell you right now, there's a lot of people right now that don't believe tongues are for today.
2: They don't know about it, they ain't been taught.
0: They've been taught what
2: they've been taught. They didn't seek it for themselves either. Well, a denominational church,
1: you know, I mean, they pray in the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, but you have no uh, perception of what that means.
0: Yeah, they don't understand being immersed.
1: Well, I guess you would say, or...
0: They don't know what it means to become to become one with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But that's right. that's why he said, that's why Jesus said that. And then, so now when they see that, then in the New Testament it says to be baptized in Jesus' name. They get all confused. and They say, well, he said to be baptized this way. There's so much arguing over water baptism, and that ain't what he's talking about. He's talking about being coming one.
5: Pastor. Yes, dear this is this is this is Debbie. um when you say become as one that's right. yielding and surrendering yourself so that the holy spirit can manifest is that correct yeah
0: it's you right well yielding. once you're born again right but you know mm-hmm. when you when you, you yield to jesus and he comes in makes his home in you right that's and so correct now the holy ghost is already in you that's so right the, that's Your Holy Ghost is already in you. The next thing is to be endued with power. Find that verse of scripture for me. No, no. No, Jesus Jesus told them. Jesus told them that. Hold on one second. So the
5: divine force is actually already in you, which is the Holy Spirit.
0: Yes, yes. He's already in you. But but the thing is, is for instance, all right, because I tell people this all the time. Some people, like some people are born again and they never pray their tongues. Right? And I tell them, it's well to in you. All you got to do is ask the Lord for your prayer language.
4: Surrender. That's ask right. Ask
0: what's
5: the that's right.
0: that's right. Ask what you have to be born again in order to receive that. You know, and so that's. Uh, uh, um. Hold on one second. Um. What are you going to say? go ahead, Sister Debbie?
5: Yeah, and I think a lot of people they don't they don't get to the step of yielding, so that the Holy Spirit can move within their life. They don't get to that yeah. step. And again, it yeah, could be because what, it's not taught.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's that's my point right there. Is because when somebody's telling you, I'll tell you what. Somebody do me a favor. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you this one verse of scripture. That has been so misinterpreted. I want you to go to uh First Corinthians chapter thirteen and we're gonna read eight through ten. But let me in the meantime I'm gonna look up this other scripture uh, scripture. Oh wow. alright uh, you all right. Y'all there?
5: Which yeah,
2: first
3: Corinthians what? Uh first Corinthians chapter thirteen starting
0: at verse eight. Yeah. All right. And then we're gonna look at one or two more scriptures. Just stay with me. All right. Boom, oh, Lord Jesus, I love you. <laughs> All right, first Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse eight. Now, notice that this is in the love chapter, right? He's talking about charity, which is love here.
1: Hmm.
0: Y'all there? All right. Chapter 13, verse 8. And he says, Though I speak with tongues of men, I'll start at verse 1. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels that have not charity or love, I am become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, though I have all faith so that I can move remove mountains, and have not charity or love, I'm nothing. And though I bestow all of my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not love or charity, it profits me nothing. Love, charity, suffereth long, and is kind of charity, love, envy not. Love vaunts not itself, is not puffed up, does not behave itself unseemly, seeks not her own and is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil. It says, Rejoice not in iniquity, but rejoice in truth. Bear all things, believe all things, hope all things, and endure all things. Now watch this. Charity never fails. Love never fails. Watch this. But where there be prophecies, they shall fail. Where there be tongues, they shall cease. Where there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. Right? Y'all with me? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it looked like it looked like tongues ceased, didn't it? Yeah. Well, it can That's what it looked like, right? No. All mm-hmm. right. Let's read. Let's read verse ten. All these things they're gonna see. It says but when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away with.
4: Mm-hmm. When
0: that which is when that which is perfect is what? Jesus. Yeah. Jesus Jesus. Let me show you. Let me show you, because you need to know this. When that which is perfect is come Y'all have heard me say this before. You need to know this. Going over to the book of Ephesians. The Bible is the only book that interprets itself. We're going to Ephesians Ephesians chapter 1. All right? Oh glory to God. I'll give you the verse of Scripture just in just a minute. Oh
2: glory to God.
0: All right, start at verse I'll tell you a verse on the start of verse eight and I'm gonna read on down. Wherein he has abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence, having made unknown unto us the mystery of his will, according to the good, to his good pleasure, which he has purposed in himself. Watch this now. Hold on. That in the dispensation of the fullness of time that he, besides, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are in earth in him. Brothers and sisters, that is when that which is perfect is come. And also, we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him will work with all things, after the counsel of his own will. Now, all right, and hold on. Let me go down to, uh, let's look at the last three verses here. Here we go. Verse 22, And I put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body. The fullness of him. What is the fullness of Jesus Christ?
3: Spirit,
0: When the head and the body are together. The
5: body which is us.
0: That's right. When the body, when we are one with Christ, when the head and the body, when the bridegroom and the bride together, it, that is what it means when that which is perfect is come. These people say when well what does it mean? Jesus when Jesus comes and well if you look at that way, well, he already came. If you're gonna say it's just Jesus, he's talking about the fullness. He's talking about when we're one with him. When we're with Jesus through eternity, we don't need tongues. We don't need prophecy.
2: We don't need to know we
0: won't know it, part. We'll know all things.
2: Yes, yes. And they
0: took they took this one verse of scripture over in First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse eight, and they're causing people right now to not fellowship with God in tongues.
2: Right.
0: Paul says, I pray in tongues more than you all. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. Nothing has changed from the day of Pentecost to this very day. There's nothing that you saw related to spiritual things that has changed. Everything that they did back then, that there were moves of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, the speaking in tongues, everything. Everything. And, and, and the enemy, you see, the enemy wants to keep you stupid, right?
2: Okay. So he can just
0: crack your skull, yes.
2: yes. Keep you powerless,
0: yes. Keep you from fellowshiping with the Lord. Yeah. You know, people got all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff. When Jesus went to pray, he prayed in the spirit. When he went to pray by himself with the Father, when he fasted, he fed. Fast, all that was spiritual work. Let me tell you all something. Let me tell you something right now. There's two things that the devil has planted in the hearts of the people. That's a lie. One is this, is that tongues is not for today, all right, that when we fast, when you fast, you can fast your time, you can fast this or that or the other. That's a lie. Jesus never fasted nothing other than he didn't eat. Why? Why? And another thing, and when it comes to giving tithes, I'm, I'm tired. People say, well, you can tie." Oh, excuse me. Somebody sent me a text. Then they say, well, you, you can tithe your time. That's a lie. You show me that in the Bible. You can tie your time. The two hardest things to do is to stop eating and give up your money. So true. I'm telling you. Yeah, well, what does people say? You make excuse Look, if you don't do it, just say, just don't do it. I, I encourage you to do both. I, but I encourage people more than anything else. I encourage people to fast. I'm talking to myself right now, and to pray in the spirit. Amen. Pray in the spirit. Why? Man, we went over on Bible said Ain't my fault. It's y'all's fault. And here we go. <laughs> Romans, Romans it's, chapter eight. Okay, come on. Yes, Romans chapter eight. Come on, let's go here. Don't know. I'm glad, Dorothy.
2: You don't know how the Holy Spirit used you tonight, girl.
0: Here we go. That's Romans been chapter been laid eight. Been on my heart
2: for a long time too, Pastor. Because the people need to be taught this. They don't know it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and 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 that's it's because you know why? Let me tell you why. I want you to get this terminology now. There is a Luciferian spirit that's running throughout the body of Christ.
5: Hmm.
0: A Luciferian spirit. He's sitting up in churches. He's sitting in the minds of the people, not in their hearts. He can't possess. A devil can't a devil possess, can't possess, God's, possess people, God's people, but he can influence their minds. Now, watch this. Romans chapter eight. I'm all right. I'm gonna show you a couple of scriptures. Listen. All right. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Romans chapter eight. Watch this. Likewise, the Spirit helps our infirmities, for we for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But, but the Spirit itself does what? Make
2: intercession.
0: Yeah. He makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered, which you can't be under, can't be understood. And he that searches the heart knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he makes what intercession for the saints according to the, according to the word of God. The will of God is the word of God. In other words, when you're praying in the Holy Ghost, your spirit, the spirit is praying out the perfect will of God. That's right. There's no error in the prayer. Sometimes we'll have error in our prayer.
2: Amen. Sometimes
0: we'll pray the wrong way. It's better to shut up and pray in the Holy Ghost.
2: Thank you, Jesus. Yes, sir.
0: He knows Just praying in
2: the spirit. Thank you, Father. You see, and
5: also the enemy don't understand it.
0: And the enemy don't he can't comprehend it. He can't. He cannot touch it. That's right.
1: He All has coast. no
0: room. That that <laughs> prayer is a throne room prayer. And Satan yeah. has since Jesus defeated him, he has no more access to the throne room. Amen. Exactly, it's a throne room prayer. Now, go to Jude. Is back there. It's the last book before Revelation.
2: Thank you for your The devil don't want you to know this. I sure don't. <clears throat> I don't want folks to know this because he know he gonna go get... to Jude. <laughs> They're gonna get whipped on it. People know this. He's gonna get whipped yeah. on more. <laughs> Amen. Y'all ready for this? Thank you, Father.
0: Miss Debbie, you got your Bible in front of you?
5: Yes. Which chapter? Great.
0: would you go to Jude go to Jude and pray and and read verse twenty for me, please?
5: But ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Ooh, see, praying up, in what? Praying in the Holy Ghost.
0: Praying in the Holy Ghost. But you, beloved, when the time you see beloved, he's talking to believers. How do you build yes. yourself up? How do you build up your most holy faith? Praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Because, listen now, when you pray in the Holy Ghost, you're going to see the result. Because the spirit, your Holy Spirit, is praying the perfect will of God. And when the perfect will of God is prayed in faith, it can, listen, it doesn't bypass your little measly brain. This is your spirit that's alive unto God. And it's praying out the perfect will of God. And it's going to produce. That's right, every
2: time. It's going to be effective. That's right,
5: It's going to be effective.
2: Every
0: say that again. It's gonna, every, yes. 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 it's gonna be yes, yes, yes. You know, I, I, you know, I tell people all the time. You know, and say, I, I ask people, do you pray in the spirit? You need to pray. In the, if anybody is don't pray in the spirit, then just let us know. We'll come and we'll minister to you, won't we, Dorothy? Yes. Yes and amen. Yes, yes and
2: amen. <laughs> I'll get to traveling because a whole lot of magic. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. We will minister we will minister to you and 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 you'll receive your prayer language. I guarantee to you. Well, we kinda went over tonight, but that's good. That's good. Hallelujah.
2: Hearts was enlightened. Eyes enlightened.
0: Yeah. Does anybody have any more questions about this? I got time. Okay, then give me some comments.
2: Uh, nothing like praying in the Spirit because He knows everything. <laughs> he knows how to hit that target right on the bullseye. Hallelujah. Hey. And He empowers us and He strengthens us through all the trials and tribulations. He knows. He knows just how to target them. And we can walk through. We walk through the waters. We can walk through the fire because the Holy Amen. Spirit is in control. He knows how to fight. Hallelujah. Yes, we don't
0: amen. but he does. Yes, amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus.
2: Thank you, my Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, amen.
0: Jesus. Well
2: now, brothers and sisters. They're well needed because they're living beneath their righteousness. <laughs> because yeah, they Yeah, come. well that's
0: let I me mean, that's I mean we're gonna, we're gonna be short chained Well folks, I gotta run. I love you all. Y'all Amen. have a wonderful, wonderfully blessed night. I'm going to pray real quick because I have to leave. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this night. I thank you for your word. We thank you for your truth, Lord. We love you. I thank you for everyone that's on this call. And, Lord, that you, reveal, you continually reveal yourself to their hearts, Lord. We thank you, Father, for your word that you sent by your Holy Spirit tonight for your plan, Father. We are on your plan. We thank you for it, Father, and we'll never be the same. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 All
0: of us. Yes. Anyway, good night now. You're welcome, dog. Thank you all. Thank, thank you all. You all. Thank good night. night.